Hello to my friends at the Australian Hairdressing Council. I'm Kim Cray, the Salon Mentor, and today we're talking all things pricing, but specifically the top 10 mistakes that we tend to make without even realising when we're pricing our services. It is such a crucial area to get right, so let's explore why we sometimes don't get it right. So number one is guessing our prices or coming up with our prices based on a number that feels right or on some kind of emotion, particularly an emotion of fear, right? Because here's the thing, when we first start out in business and we have to make these decisions around pricing, how much are we going to charge, how are we feeling? Very few of us take that big leap from a place of calm confidence. We're usually terrified, right? So we're thinking, am I going to be able to afford the rent? Will I have enough clients? Can I even afford this? You know, we're coming from that place of worry and anxiety. So what do we do? We underprice. We think to ourselves it's better to be cheaper so we get the clients and we can get busy rather than risk being too expensive and then not having enough clients. But what we don't realise at that very early stage of our business is that our pricing locks us in to so much more than we realise, right? Our pricing dictates the kind of client we're going to be able to look after, the amount of time that we're going to have to be able to do the services that we're delivering, even how many clients per day we're going to have to look after to generate the income that we need. And on top of that, our pricing is almost like a marketing message. It sends a message. It says something to potential clients about what we're going to be like, what they can expect from us. So we're usually pricing out of fear so we can try and get busy. Uh, And busy is a good thing, but busy isn't necessarily profitable. And you know that if you've been working your tail off for years now, you can't afford to stop and you you are not making the money that you want, you know what that feels like, right? There are plenty of salons out there that are really busy but are running at a loss or not making any money and behind them is a really exhausted salon owner trying to work out why that's happening. Guaranteed your pricing is playing a big role in that. So mistake number one is guessing at those prices or pricing emotionally or particularly pricing out of fear. Pricing is a very logical mathematical process. It's a very specific formula. It's one of the most crucial decisions you'll ever make and it just dictates your whole experience of your business. So absolutely important to get it right. Mistake number two is copying what someone else is doing, right? Spying online, checking out their prices and either just copying them blindly or undercutting them. Answer me this, how do you even know that that guy's profitable? How do you have any idea what their overheads are? If they're even making any money and you're trying to undercut him, your pricing has nothing at all to do with anyone else but you. It is all about your overheads, what it costs you to operate. So your mission is not to follow anyone else. Your mission is to get really clear on who you want to look after, what kind of client do you want to spend your days with and what kind of experience do you want to deliver for them? Is it going to be busy and bustling? Is it going to be premium and luxe? Is it going to be focused on quality? What do you want to deliver? And then our role is to design every element of your business, including the price, to be able to achieve that, to allow you to attract those kind of clients and deliver those kinds of services in that way to that standard. That's the game of business. It's putting all the pieces of that business puzzle together to be able to achieve the outcomes that you want. So forget about what anyone else is doing. 
You do you, right? Get to work on becoming the best. Don't worry about what anyone else is charging because that might lead you in a race to the bottom. Mistake number three is basing our prices on what we think our clients may or may not pay, right? Firstly, not up to us to make a judgment about how much money we think someone else has got or even how much they will or won't spend. We're guaranteed to get that wrong. And you've done that right because you've looked up to see that client driving away in her shiny new Mercedes Sports right after you've given her a discount because she mentioned maybe how expensive the the kids' private school fees were, right? We've all been there. So, Don't second guess what you think someone else is going to pay. We're all A, customers to one business and probably D, customers to another. If it's something you're really into, you'll spend the money. You'll prioritize that. If it's something you're not into, even if you've got buckets of money, you don't see value. You're not going to spend that money. So you've got to attract the right people. So create something truly remarkable, truly unique, truly special. Show your clients why you're worth every cent And then you'll attract the kind of clients who really value and respect what you do and are more than happy to pay for that. By the way, another point, even if you take a guess at what you think someone's going to pay, if that doesn't allow you to operate profitably, it's no good to you anyway, right? There's no point. Mistake number four is getting into that habit of putting up your prices by, say, $5 across every service once a year. Why? Because if you have never done the full exercise of knowing exactly what you need to be charging for your services, maybe even per staff member if they're on different wages, and you've got that right down to a dollars per hour, dollars per minute, if you've never done that exercise and compared it with what you're actually charging, I guarantee you, you're going to have services sitting in there that you're delivering where you're going backwards by $16 here. $27 here, maybe $35 there. And you might be doing 30 or 40 of those per week. So if you're losing $18 on a service, sticking $5 on top isn't going to solve the problem. Yep, you might stem the bleeding a little bit, but it's kind of like putting a tiny little Band-Aid on a gushing wound. It's not going to be enough. So my advice is you have to absolutely do the exercise to get it right once and for all. And then from there on, I like to just double check at least twice a year and make sure that we are still on the money. Otherwise, If you've got those prices sneakily hanging around there that you're delivering at a loss, you're just going backwards, and instead of putting money in the bank every time you do one of those services, you're actually taking money out of the bank. You're going backwards. Mistake number five is sticking to the comfort zone of nice round numbers, zeros and fives. Okay, this is a minor one, but it might just give you that little bit of an edge as you're becoming more confident with your pricing, right? So if all of your prices end in a zero, they're $90 or $150, then it's easy for me as a client to get really fixated on that nice round number. And you bet I'm going to notice when you go to change it. Okay. So I notice as you get more confident with pricing, I see things like this. Instead of $160 and then $165, I'll see more frequent corrections. It'll be $162.15, $162.70, $164.35, $166. You get the idea. Frequent, unusual amounts, 
So the client's never quite sure, right, from one to the next, but it's not big amounts. No one gets alarmed. No one freaks out about that. But you've got the ability to be flexible. You go to a supermarket or to a petrol station, those prices are fluctuating constantly. They're never nice, neat, round numbers. They're based on cost of delivery of that product or service. Mistake number six is thinking, I know I'm busy, but I'm not making enough money. All I need is more clients. That's going to solve everything. As we've just said, if you're delivering that service below what it costs you to deliver, doing more of it is going to send you backwards with one exception, right? The only time that gets you out of a pickle is if you, as the owner, are willing to hang around for another 10 or 15 hours a week for free to make up the shortfall, okay? The reason why you get to comfortable, say, 35 hours and there's not enough money is because of the constant undercharging all the way through. You're accumulating a debt of sorts. You get to the end of the week, your staff go home at their 38 hours, you haven't made enough money, someone has to stay, that's you, okay? But you don't realize that you're doing it to yourself with your fear of pricing. So if you're sick of working huge hours for no no money, we've got to get your pricing sorted. Mistake number seven, is not aligning your staff's hourly targets, what they need to generate per hour to be profitable for the business with the prices that you're charging, okay? Now, to me, if you've worked with me, you'll know those numbers are slightly different for a reason I'm about to explain. But if you have staff that seem flat out all the time, working really hard, you know, booked out, waiting lists, but they're still not hitting their targets or they're not hitting their targets comfortably, I guarantee you, your price is getting in the way. So it's very easy for us to kind of blame our staff and go, I don't know why they don't hit their targets, right? If your pricing is not adequate, so if they need to make, say, $120 an hour, but you are pricing at $88 an hour, can you see the problem? It's not possible. So the truth on there for us as owners is that we might be the ones holding them up, stopping them hitting target. Your prices need to allow it to happen. Now, based on where you sit in the market, whether you're an A, B, C, or D segment, we will work on a certain level of productivity. Okay. Now, once we work out what your staff need to generate per hour, let's for a round number call out $120 an hour. Okay. Now, if you worked with me, we will adjust that amount when we go to charge out your staff's time to clients for reasonable productivity. Okay. So we're going to end up with my staff need to make this, but when I charge them out, I'm charging them out at this slightly higher than that, which allows a cushion because your staff are not going to be 100% booked out every minute of every day. It'll just take one client to change their mind or something or, you know, maybe a a no-show or something to go wrong and bam, all their hard work for that week has gone down the drain. They're going to miss target again and they've worked really hard, okay? So your job is to make sure that your prices actually allow your staff to comfortably hit target whilst prioritizing time for important things like um, detailed consultation, client education, planning future visits, all of that. If you don't allow time for that because you're not charging enough, you're going to find your staff skimming along, delivering very shallow levels of service, trying to get this client out to get the next client in, okay? So that is mistake number seven, not being aware of what they need to charge, not making sure that 
you are charging more than what your staff need to charge per hour to your clients to allow them to hit target. Mistake number eight, again, little one, if you are still using printed materials. So some of you won't be, it'll all be online. But if you use printed uh, priceless service menus, or you've got a poster or some kind of signage that shows your prices, and you don't really want to update your prices or increase your prices because it's going to mean spending a bit of money to reprint those menus or you know have that sign uh, redone. That's a false economy because yes, you might be saving a couple of hundred dollars with the printing or the sign writing, but you are losing thousands of dollars by delaying that price correction. So the longer you put it off. The more it's going to cost you, do it now. Mistake number nine, not including your team in this process. So they're going to be the ones likely quoting clients, having conversations with clients about pricing, possibly even checking clients out and taking payment at the end. So it's important that they're comfortable with the adjustment that's about to happen, that they understand not only why it's necessary, but why it's a really positive move. I'll tell you why that is in a sec. Um, and that also you've guided them in how to talk about this. You've given them the words. You've role-played the scenarios. They know how to handle all sorts of different scenarios. So they're calm. They're not worried at all, okay? Because if they're nervous, anxious, running energy on it, your clients will sense that straight away. They get the impression that this is a bad thing and they're going to react accordingly. So talk it through. Invest a little bit of time talk it through with your team and make sure they are super comfortable. Why is this such a positive thing? Because correcting your prices is going to allow you to maintain your focus on quality. So if your overheads, your cost of doing business has gone up, if your prices do not also match that at some point, you're going to need to start cutting corners. So rather than adjusting your prices to maintain quality, at some point you're going to have to start reducing quality to match your price that you're comfortable charging to stay in business, okay? And your staff are not going to be excited by that idea at all. So regularly correcting prices, keeping them in line, allows you to position yourself as experts, highly skilled salon professionals, allows you to differentiate your service and yourselves from other businesses you might see as a competitor, particularly the ones who are really price-oriented. Let them have that cut price game. That's a race to the bottom, okay? You want to get to a point where you don't even have competitors in your mindset. You're not worried about what they're doing. You know exactly who you are and why you're the best, and you're very comfortable with that. Mistake number 10 to round it all off is that believing the reason why we can't or are not charging more and therefore being comfortably profitable is out there. The economy. It's my clients. It's the area I'm in. It's really low demographic. It's my competitors. There's too many of them around here. I can't possibly charge more. Or anything else that is out there that you think you can't control. So here's my last truth bomb coming at you. You ready? Hang on. Deep breath. It is that the only thing stopping you from charging what you need to charge in order to be profitable is what you believe. It's in here. What would be possible for you if you were willing to change your mindset around how you're currently pricing? What could be possible for you in your business? So with that in mind, if you've heard a few of those things and thought, mm, yeah, that's me, right? And if you're ready to finally sort this, get your pricing under control and just get profitable and comfortably profitable, then check out my Pricing Services Profitably 
program. You'll find it on my website, socials, anywhere you need, or shoot me a DM, I'll head you in the right direction. Because what I've tried to do there is easily and affordably put everything you need to know to guide you step-by-step through this whole process, explain why you need to do it, how you need to do it, um, how to implement it, and the tools you need to do it. And plus, once you've got all of your prices at least to that minimum profitable level, then you're going to learn some really clever tips on how to use pricing as a really clever business building tool to start directing income, client flow, exactly where you want it. You get to really craft the business of your dreams by using pricing as a little business building tool. So with all of that in mind, my friends, be bold. You can absolutely do this and this could really change everything for you. Bye for now.